Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Just like you, I'm an independent retail business owner. I love the home decor and gift boutique I co-own with my sister, but I don't want it to consume me or my life. Join me each week as I share lessons learned, helpful tips, and valuable information for your retail business and life. Whether you're buying your products or making your products, whether you're a 25K business or a $2.5 million business, I'm on a mission to help indie retailers work less, profit more, and grow. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode 133 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast, Tips for Marketing Your E-Commerce Store. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. So my intention for this episode is to start to dig into e-commerce a bit more. This is new ground for many micro retailers, and I get it. And just like anything else in business, it's important to view this as a long game. Growing the online part of your business will take time and effort, and I'm not saying it has to be hard, but I am saying that just like our brick-and-mortar businesses, it's important to dedicate some time and effort to this part of our business too, especially if you want it to grow, and in particular, if you're looking to build a strong omni-channel retail business. So if you don't know what omni-channel retail is, I recorded a podcast episode on it. It's episode 78. In fact, it was a live lesson that I taught in the shopkeeper's lab, and I turned it into a podcast episode because I thought it would be helpful. So recently in Master Shopkeepers, a group member with a fantastic brand and some some experience in marketing prior to opening her retail business, she asked for tips on growing the new e-commerce part of her store. I took some time to like really think about how to reply to her question. This was a few weeks ago so that my response would be helpful to her. And then I found that even my brain got overwhelmed with how to best answer her question. There are so many things that we can do to market our businesses. I've been talking a lot about how we can get tunnel vision, though where we give maybe give an excessive amount of time to social media and only social media. And yes, for sure, social media is a fantastic marketing tool. It's pretty amazing to me how much free marketing I was able to get or I am still able to get from these platforms. However, it's not the only game in town. So when I realized that my brain was getting cluttered while thinking of how to respond to this group member, I actually realized that I could grab my own marketing ebook, the one I spent so much time on last year, and the one that's currently on sale for $19. And really, this is what I did. I have a printed version on my desk at home. It sits across from the area on my desk where I sit at when usually I'm doing work or handling one-on-one client calls. And I looked over at the book and I thought, that's where I need to go. And I have a printed version of the book because I gave all attendees of the 2021 Savvy Shopkeeper Retreat a printed copy as a thank you for attending. But even if I didn't have the printed version, I would have opened the digital version. My mind just went right to that book. So while reviewing the book, I started to jot down a handful of ideas from the book. So first, let me share what the group member asked, just to give you some context. She said, I need to spend some time making our online shop 
have more return on the investment of time and resources to put all of our inventory online, we're a consignment shop. And I'm wondering if anyone with a Shopify store has advice on how to increase online sales. Now, she's specifically asking about Shopify. That's what my online store is on, so I'm familiar with it. But I just want you to know that a lot of the things that I talk about here in this episode, it doesn't matter what platform you're on. So this was my response to her once I actually went through went through that ebook. I said, I would create a bit of a game plan for an all-out e-commerce campaign. It's all about education, repetition, and getting your customers comfortable with shopping online with you, including sharing about your policies so that you educate them about what their return and exchange options are. And then from the email marketing book, I gave her a list of ideas. So let's start with number one. And these are more in like question format because that's how I was responding to her. I was like checking in to see if she was doing any of these things because maybe she was. She's pretty savvy. So she was probably already doing some of these, but I think her response was more of like a thank you. Thank you for getting my wheel spinning. So I said, number one, are you using email marketing consistently and creatively while linking products in your online shop? Number two, can you run a fun online promotion or giveaway similar to what we do in our stores, but this would be to promote online shopping only? Number three, can you give online shoppers access to maybe exclusive online only deals or a special clearance section area where it would push them to your online shop? Number four, can you run a free shipping promo? Now, I get it that some of you offer free shipping all the time, but if you don't, can you offer a free shipping promo? Just a one-time event, again, to promote online shopping with you. And of course, I would make it a short time frame, like three days only. Create the sense of urgency, get them to book it. Number five, if you run a fun online promotion, can you get a local news media outlet maybe to share or announce your e-commerce store? Now, some of you might be thinking like, Kathy, I live in a major city. No one would be interested in this. But I'm mentioning it because you never know. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio, and even our news outlets, not that we're New York City or anything, but even our news outlets, they often want to talk about small businesses and they want to help small businesses. So I can think of one particular show on one of our local news channels who would love to do something like this so we could get creative with it. Number six, can you run a fun promo with your ambassadors or can you create an ambassador program? Now, I guess really my question to her was, could she run a fun promotion with her ambassadors? I know her well enough and I know her business well enough to ask her that question. But if you don't have an ambassador program, maybe you want to create one. And that's a great way, you know, using influencers to promote online shopping would be a great way to kick off or really, you know, go all in on a big e-commerce campaign. If you don't know what an ambassador program is, you want to grab the ebook. Number seven is, have you linked all of your sales channels in Shopify? Now, this one is specific to Shopify. So in Shopify, if you're in your dashboard and you look over to the left, it says, I think, sales channels. You can actually add multiple sales channels that push your products to Google or Pinterest or Facebook. 
Now, Facebook is common on other platforms. It doesn't just have to be Shopify. And what happens is if you add Facebook as a sales channel, what that does is it links your products to your, or it links your social media post to your products. So that's the little tag that comes up that says, you know, click here and then it'll push you over like to my website to shop. And what's really cool about Shopify is it'll push your your product listings to Google or Pinterest, but you have to connect all of that. They make it really easy. Even if you don't like tech, they do make it easy. But my question to her is, have you added all of those sales channels in Shopify? It does get results. Now, I again, I realize this is specific to Shopify, but check your platform to see what other integrations they offer. And at the minimum, most do offer the syncing with Facebook to make your posts shoppable. I am always pleasantly surprised to see how many orders, online orders we get from Google and Pinterest. So it does work. Number eight, have you put any effort into SEO, that search engine optimization, or your Google business profile? Now, Google business profile is what we all probably know as Google My Business. It recently changed. But what kind of work and effort have you put into those, specifically the search engine optimization, which I feel like I want to do a a podcast episode on that alone. I don't think I've done that yet. But what kind of effort are you putting there? And the reason why search engine optimization is so important is that doing that kind of work on your website is what helps you rank higher in Google searches. So of course, the higher you rank, if you rank, you know, in the top 10 and someone Google something and you come up in those top 10 results, they're going to go to your website first. So search engine optimization is important, especially in e-commerce. And then number nine, I said, do you offer a web chat function on your website? This tends to work really well for converting the people that are browsing your website who have questions into buyers. I have a web chat function on my website and it does work. It either brings people in when I answer their questions, they're like, okay, she answered my question, she's helpful, I'm going to go in, or they go ahead and buy something online. So this was just nine ideas that I quickly pulled in minutes. I'm telling you, it was probably less than five minutes, maybe even three minutes from my marketing ebook. And there are way more, way more ideas in that 72 page book, but I figured this would give her that group member who asked the question a good start. Now, my ebook isn't an in-depth course on marketing, but goodness, it is a pretty comprehensive list of ideas that will get your creative marketing juices flowing. Whether you're a savvy starter and that's stage two out of my five stages, or you're a retail CEO, which is the fifth stage, it'll really help you kind of get creative again, get out of the slump. And this is coming from someone who's been open eight years. And and I'm not saying I've been open 20 or 30 years. I realize it's, it's eight years, but eight years is a pretty long amount of time, right? And I get stuck in in marketing ruts too. And the funny thing is when I was working on this podcast episode, as I was scripting it, I actually got a $190 order on Shopify. So it made me chuckle. Now, when we started selling online, I'm referring to the store I co-owned with my sister, 
we had WordPress and WooCommerce. And I don't I don't necessarily recommend this platform for brick and mortar store owners. I usually don't. There are rare instances where WordPress and WooCommerce are great, but for most brick and mortar retailers, I don't recommend it, which is one reason I moved to Shopify. But when we first started and we were selling online, I'm sure our our revenue from online sales probably made up 2% of all of our revenue. And I made it a point to go into our reports for both Shopify and in-store sales. And so far this year, we're at 17% of our sales. So 17% of our total revenue comes from our e-commerce store. I didn't even realize it was that much. I was pleasantly surprised. So of course, you can grow this part of your business. I grew it. If I can grow it, any of you can grow it. So one more thing to consider and one big benefit of having an online shop that we often either don't see or underestimate, and that's the number of customers who tell us in my own store that they went to our website first. And they'll say something like, I went to your website first and then dot, dot, dot. It changes how they finish that sentence. But the important thing to note is that generally the website and browsing our product listings is enough to get them to come in. So although I can't quantify the conversion rate on that, the number of people who browse online first before coming in and buying something, I do talk to my customers. And now I know that every bit of effort we put into our Shopify site and all of those product listings in our inventory management system is well worth our effort. Not only am I getting the valuable inventory reports and data, from that information, but I'm getting marketing out of it too. I hope this episode helps some of you get inspired and motivated to market your e-commerce stores. If you want to grab my marketing ebook, you'll visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash get retail traffic. And if you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, you'll visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 133. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up. When you drive the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power, you can stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see yourself behind the wheel of the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Kia received the fewest reported problems among all brands in the J.D. Power 2022 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Study based on 2019 models. See JDPower.com awards for 2022 details.